going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Vantage Point Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and this is going to be our final episode of this series. Um, man, I hope you've enjoyed it so far. We've had a lot of exciting guests on here, um, and today you'll actually be hearing from me, and so I'm giving those guests um, an opportunity. They've asked me questions, and I'm going to go ahead and answer those questions, and so you get to learn a little bit about me and my walk. Um, and uh, before we get into that, I want to just uh, take care of a couple of things. Uh, first, um, we do have a YouTube channel, Vantage Point Podcast, so by all means, go and subscribe to that if you're listening. Um, if, you're all, if you listen through Apple Podcasts, I would love to uh, hear your feedback and your thoughts, and you can actually go to the bottom once you search on there, and you can actually hit um, give us a star rating, and you can also leave a review, and I would love to hear from you. Um, regarding that. And then if you are an Android user, uh, we are also on Spotify. So you can also listen that way and on Google Podcasts as well. So in all different ways, you can listen to Vantage Point. You can also go to the uh, website, which is www.vantagepointpodcast.us. And all of the episodes are there too, as well as the YouTube videos as well. So definitely all different types of ways to be connected. And so just for everybody that's been with us and been listening uh, to me on this podcast, thank you so much. It's been a blessing and an honor to um, impart to you what God is showing me and what he's doing um, through these messages. And so definitely uh, look forward to that. And so right now we're just going to jump into there. Um, I would also encourage, since this is uh, week nine of this series, the last one, um, definitely go back and watch the other eight episodes or listen uh, we had a lot of exciting guests on there, a lot of different, tackled all different types of things like leadership, worship, uh, the current Black Lives uh, Matter, and, and all of those things. We touched on so many different topics, and you can definitely follow those, uh, my guests, and connect with them via social media. Um, each of their episodes we talked about, gave them their contact information, so by all means, uh, check us out there. And so, um, we'd love to hear your feedback on those episodes, but we're going to jump right into it. Um, and... I'm gonna go with the same question, first question that I asked all of them. Um, and so one of, the, one of them asked me, um, how have I coped with the major issues in the world? One, COVID-19 and then with Black Lives Matter and uh, racism and everything. And so I really wanna touch on um, with COVID-19, I think really for me and one of my guests even said it, that it was this divine pause, this divine reset and where everything we know um, that we like to do and, and whether that's going out, sporting events, anything like that, literally just came to a halt. Um, and we really had to take a look at ourselves and how we do things as a world, not even just a country. And I think for me, it was a lot of the reality of, you know, the importance of taking care of yourself, the importance of, of people around you and, and taking things seriously. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of people not take COVID seriously and even call it a hoax and things like that. But I know for me, it was it was a definite um, wake up call in how we do things, um, you know, being able to be working from home, connecting more with the children, connecting more with my wife and really getting to the, you know, peeling back layers of things because all we had to do was really talk to each other. And so um, for me, um, it, it was a really big eye opening thing and things I had to do personally. And we'll even get into a, another question that's similar to that. And it talks about the season. But I would say for me, COVID was a definite wake-up call and just put a lot of things into perspective, really, um, just as a young man and, and just the value of life, the value of living every moment to the fullest. And I think that was a big thing for me. Um, as far as Black Lives Matter, 
um, that was another a wake up call because it, you know in transparency I, I think I see a lot of the injustices that have happened um, with uh, the black community and a lot of it for me was always thinking and hoping and praying it would be better um, but not taking an active role and so if you follow me on social media um, whether it's Instagram Facebook um, I'm definitely taking a more active role in that, whether it's posting things, sharing my thoughts, um, and really calling things out, um, which even actually afforded me an opportunity uh, to speak to the leaders of my company uh, a few weeks ago and share those same thoughts uh, based on some things I shared on social media and just was blessed and humbled to have that opportunity to really speak um, on my thoughts and what we can do better as a people and a company um, and just what an honor that was to talk to not just people at my level, but people higher than me. And that was actually seen by over 10,000 leaders in our company. And so just a blessing to share that and to be able to use that platform and use my voice um, to call out um, not only my experiences, but even challenge us um, as human beings what we could do better. So that would be the answer to that question for me. Um, second question. Um, in what areas of your life has this season challenged you to grow in? Um, I would say number one by far, um, it's challenged me to grow deeper with God. Um, I would say this season, this year really has been, um, that has been my biggest growth um, just as a person, as a young man, um, to just not, not only grow deeper in relationship with God, but grow deeper in worship, grow deeper in prayer, go deeper in and Bible study and really uncovering things um, from God. And so that's been something um, in addition to other things I've done, like I said, that I was going to talk a little bit more from the last question in that season. Um, but that's probably been one thing for me um, that has really grown and, and just to see where I am now versus where I was in that relationship has been key. Um, not being you know timid to say things or speak out um and share what god has given me um i was actually talking to a friend of mine and we talked about you know everything god gives you to give that out to somebody else like as soon as you get it internalize it and ask god where where you want me to project this thing or where do you want me to direct these these revelations and so whether that's social media whether that's face to face or talking to somebody um being able to share those things uh with people um, and really just watch that growth in me. I think that's where that was one challenge in me. Um, and then also be, being a better father, being a better husband. Uh, those are things that are daily um, works for me, daily things to strive and be better at, and then allow God to download in me that as well. Um, while my children are older, um, so we're in a different season where it's not necessarily young children, but really preparing them for adulthood. Um, and so that has been something that I've taken a lot of um, effort in and trying to be a better uh, father, um, listener, compassionate, all of those things. And so really, that's been another season of growth for me right now uh, in this time of my life. Um, interesting question. Uh, one of my guests asked me, um, if you were sitting down by yourself at a park overlooking a lake and Jesus sat next to you, what would you ask him or what would you talk about? Um, the first thing I would tell him, thank you. I would tell him, thank you for what he did on the cross. I would, I would thank him for my life and the things that he's given me to do. Um, and then I would just want to almost like 
kind of sermon on the mount. I just want to hear. I just want to listen. I just want to get that download. So I would just teach me about this. Teach me about that. I, I just want to hear it directly from him. I've read about it, but I want to hear more. I want to hear the revelation. So I would take as much time as I can to allow him to really just download and impart um, more wisdom into me at that moment. Um, but I, I no, no, nothing specific I would ask him, but it would definitely be a um, just me just imparting and just gleaming in in that moment and just being in awe and, and, and just thanking him and just giving him that praise and honor in that moment is what I would do. Um, another interesting one. What are five things you would tell your younger self? Oh, man. Uh, um, I think the first thing I would tell my younger self is, and I'm hoping I get five, y'all hold me to it. But the first thing is, I, I would tell myself that keep working hard, keep believing in yourself. Uh, I think too many times, uh, young people, we can get discouraged and a lot of self-doubt and insecurity can set in. So definitely, just like we talked about with Melody, that insecurity is something big and something major in a lot of people's lives that they don't talk about. And so I would tell me, um, don't stop pushing yourself. Don't stop um, believing in what you can do in your ability. Uh, number two, I would uh, tell myself, don't listen to other people. Um, don't let other people dictate what you do. Uh, I think a lot of the times in my youth, I was a follower before I knew I was a leader. And um, I would get into situations and things. And so the biggest thing, I, the second thing would definitely be um, not focus on what other people, not listen to them, focus on what you know to do is right. Um, number three, I would have said, um, get a relationship with God sooner than later. And I think for a while I didn't have that. I didn't have that relationship with God. I didn't really want it. And a lot of that stemmed from uh, my own relationship with my father, which I'll go into in another series um, in the future. Um, but a lot of that gave me difficulty in understanding God as a father. And that put a lot of um, trust issues in that relationship where I didn't trust God fully. I didn't believe in God at one point in life. And I would have definitely challenged myself or t tell myself back then to get a relationship with God and grow and cultivate that um, faster. Uh, number four, um, I'd stay in shape. <laughs> I probably would have told myself that for sure. Don't allow um, laziness to set in um, because I feel like over the years, I've, I've definitely, if, if I'm honest, definitely have gotten um, out of shape and, and less motivated to stay in it. And so that would have definitely been a thing. And then number five, um, I would have told myself not to procrastinate. Um, I think a lot of um, things I'm doing now, um, I procrastinated with college. I got, I finished my degree, but I did procrastinate. I could have been done a whole lot sooner. Um, this podcast probably would have started a whole lot sooner if I didn't procrastinate. And so the question didn't specifically say at what age would I tell myself, but I would say at some point I would have told myself not to procrastinate and don't let that seed of procrastination set in because once it sets in, it's really hard to break that cycle uh, procrastination. But I believe through prayer, I believe through diligence, it can be broken. And um, it could be, you know, I would encourage anybody that's dealing with procrastination. I would say don't necessarily 
um, try to overcome it in some big way, do it in small steps, whether that's reading a Bible verse a day or reading a chapter a day in a book or going walking up and down the block or something, just try to build some consistency. Um, and those things will continue to, um, you'll continue to break down that spirit of procrastination in your life. Um, next question, how has your life experiences, whether that uh, military and sports, affected your work or your um, or who you are? And so I'll start with sports. I think sports for me um, growing up was an outlet. Um, you know, having a parents who were divorced at 12, um, really internalizing a lot of feelings and emotions, whether it was anger, depression, and sports was an outlet for me at first. Um, sports was sports were the first thing that I did that I felt I was good at. Um, and it wasn't, um, didn't have people judging me in that sense, but it was something that I stepped into that I was actually good at. And it was the first thing that I really started getting praise for. And so sports for me was a um, precursor to a lot of the things in that, in that, in that realm where I was able to, you know, see myself differently, see myself as better than I was. And so um, that was one thing with sports. Another thing with sports for me, it um, really helped me understand teamwork and partnership and um, having people with you that can walk with you and believe in you too. Um, I'll never forget how the feeling of my teammates cheering for me, uh, whether it's if I got a base hit in baseball or scored in basketball, and then just encouraging me when I came back to the bench. Like that was a really big boost for me um, in life because I hadn't did that. I didn't play little league sports. Um, fun fact about me, I actually didn't play organized sports until high school um, and made baseball, played basketball, uh, cross country as well. But to hear that camaraderie and hear that teamwork and encouragement really um, was my first exposure to that. And so I try to have that um, in my job as a leader and try to build people up in that way. And then the military um, was a whole nother level of teamwork and camaraderie. Um, I spent eight years in the um, army and um, that really, um, really instilled a lot more discipline in me. Um, it really gave me the, that was my first real leap, so to speak, um, in doing things I hadn't done before. Um, um, you know, dealing with things like heights. I, was, I'm a, I had a big fear of heights growing up. Um, I had a big fear of um, a few other things that just really, um, I had a fear of guns uh, growing up. And I overcame a lot of those things in the military. Um, and that really gave me a whole nother level of confidence in my life to do different things. And I was definitely proud to serve, proud to be a part of the army for eight years um, and serve this country and, and all of you. And so um, that was something that uh, the military has helped me with. And then translating that into now, just having a certain structure and rigor of how I do things um, and trying to stay true to that, trying to stay that doesn't always happen, but definitely um, those are some experiences when it comes to those things that really helped me out in that way. Um, next question, a uh, really good question from a, from my good friend, uh, Sam Hamstra. Um, where did you find the faith to restart your podcast? Uh, so backstory, um, Vantage Point actually started last year in May and went through about November and then 
procrastination set in and some other things and stopped. And so I literally got to the beginning of 2020 and was just on fire. Like, we're going to start the podcast. I was posting stuff. And then at our church, shout out to Transformation Church uh, and Pastor Mike, we went into our season of fasting this year. And I just said, God, I'm going to come out of this fast. We're going to get this podcast. And literally, God told me to wait. And I was just so just, oh, like I just built it up. And then he just said, wait. And he began to just downpour over the next four months. And I'm talking post fast from January to April and just download and download and download. And I literally um, told God, when you tell me to do it, I'll do it. And what I ended up doing was um, literally in April, he said, started on this day. And that's really where I felt like I got the faith from to restart Vantage Point and relaunch it in a sense with new branding, new logos, new everything. Um, even launched the YouTube page because that was something God had told me to do was not only put my voice out there, but put my face out there as well. And so that was definitely something that I think that's where that, that's where that faith came from is that it wasn't me necessarily saying, let's do this. It was God telling me when to do it. And so being obedient. And then we actually talk about that in the episode with Sam about being obedient and just how simple sometimes obedience can be or, or that it is. And we make our obedience to be this complex thing, but sometimes it's literally, if God says, do you just do. And so that's where I got the faith to uh, relaunch vantage point. Um, another question, what is your favorite scripture and how has that scripture helped you in a difficult time? So my absolute, absolute scripture is Psalms 23, uh, really that whole chapter. Um, yeah, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for God is with me. Um, I've had a lot of moments in my life, a lot of valley moments, um, where I didn't think God was there. Um, but the one thing I take from that scripture is that, um, and it's actually also in an elevation worship song that God is in the mountain and he's in the valley. And so even though I may be in that valley or you may be in a valley, God is with you. And I think that's something that I hold on to no matter what I'm going through, no matter how I feel today, tomorrow, next week, next year, is that God is with me wherever I am. And if I could be on the mountaintop, I could be in the valley, he is with me. And I remember in counseling a couple of years ago, uh, my therapist said that sometimes our, the, big, the greatest keys to unlocking our freedom is in the valley. And sometimes I think we are fearful of the valley. We don't want to be in that valley. Um, especially, I, and I love the way the scripture describes it, though you're in the valley of the shadow of death, like thinking about that, like you have a valley, you have the shadow darkness, a valley is a low point, shadow is a dark place, and death is a dead place. And that's like the lowest of lows if you put all of that together. But even in those moments, God is still there. And so that's where that scripture really just holds on to me. And I, and I love the whole chapter. Uh, but that particular part where it's like God is with you. And I think sometimes we get into these valleys and we don't think he's there, but he's right there. He hasn't left us. He hasn't forsaken us. 
and that will probably be my number one um, <clears throat> scripture that um, that that I hold on to in any day, any season of life. Um, next one: um, What would you tell someone who is hesitant to step out of their comfort zone to do something like you did with your podcast? Uh, I love that question because it was actually the first series we did um, with Vantage Point called Leap. Um, I actually encourage you to go check that out if you are um, in the season where you feel like God is telling you to do something and you don't quite know if it's going to work um, or you don't know if you should do it or you don't know how you're going to do it. Um, but for me, what I would tell someone is it's going to sound simple, but you just have to do it and don't wait. Um, don't wait for something major to do that first step. Don't wait for a big platform. Don't wait for all of the things to be perfect in sync to do what God has called you to do. I'm, I'm reminded of um, Noah when uh, God told him to build the ark. Like Noah didn't, God didn't wait for Noah to be perfect. He didn't wait for Noah to be an architect because he wasn't but yet God told him to build something. God didn't wait for Moses to um, not have a speech impediment. He didn't wait for Moses to have all this stuff together before he asked him to. Um, and even to me, a greatest, one of the greatest examples of that is Paul. Like God came to Paul at the time was Saul and literally told him, um, literally set him on a path to be one of the greatest people we reference when we talk Bible, specifically New Testament. But Paul was a murderer of Christians, but yet God still came to him and used him. And so don't wait on this big moment or this big thing um, to do what God has called you to do. I mean, you have platforms, you have the ability, you have a voice, you have a mind, and you have God with you. And you just never know what what God can have for you. But if you're waiting for the moment, God's, God is saying that moment is now. And so I just say, take a step. It doesn't have to be a big step. It could be literally a crawl um, into purpose, but continually to make progress, continue to step and let God show you um, and let him use you. Don't be afraid to be used because just like Moses, God was with him every step of the way. Noah, God was with him every step of the way. And God will send you encouragement. He will send you the right people. He will send you the resources and wisdom you need to go do those things. So I would encourage you to really um, just take the first step, whatever that is. Um, you just never know what God will do for you. So that's, that would be my encouragement to someone that, that's hesitant to step out their comfort zone. Um, next question or last question, last question. Where do you see your podcast in five years? Um, that is such an interesting question because I don't know that I have thought where I see this podcast in five years. Um, I want, what I would like to see is that people are taking from it and growing from it. That's the biggest thing um, because I'm going to continue to be obedient. What God wants me to do, whatever he gives me, I'm going to throw it right back to you, assist it to whoever's listening, whether you're in Oklahoma where I'm at or you're wherever you are in the world um listening to this podcast it's going to be something that i hope five years from now was continually blessing people um i hope that there are people sharing and growing from it um i was telling telling a friend of mine earlier that 
when we are obedient to God, when we are really doing what God has called us to do, it's, it's really not for us. It's for other people. And so we have the keys to help unlock other people. And so what I hope, what I could say then is for, you know, this five-year plan or whatever God wants to do with this in the next five years is that I'm praying that it continues to unlock people, continues to unlock your potential, continue to unlock your hesitation, continues to unlock your um, gifts and talents that you have and give you the freedom to believe that you can do it. That's, that's what I want for this. And, and really vantage point, that name is really just giving people a different perspective on everyday life, whatever that is you're going through. You don't have to be a believer to follow this podcast. You don't have to believe in God to follow this, but it will be godly tools and resources and thoughts and thoughts of what God has given me that helps you unlock those things. So that's really what my prayer is for this podcast. Um, and so, man, I really hope that, um, the these answers yeah, you're you're able to get a glimpse of me in this um next month next week really um in july we're going to start a brand new series and it's called america divided and if you're watching this on youtube just when i'm done you're going to get a preview of that trailer again but i'm telling you we're we're going to tackle some things um about every we're going to tackle some things about regarding what's going on in our world right now what's going on in this country right now um, Black Lives Matter, di the, the division between people that we see on a daily basis. And so definitely come prepared to learn, come prepared to take notes. Um, we're going to go in and we're going to talk about a lot of things, um, not only just what's going on, but we're also going to talk about how can we come together? How can we build unity as a people? And whether you're white, black, Hispanic, doesn't matter, LGBTQ, anything, doesn't matter. Um, there has to be unity in this world. There has to be unity in this country. Um, and that really starts with us. That starts with us being able to listen to each other. Um, that starts with us um, being able to not be defensive. Um, I said this in, uh, to the leaders of my company that, you know, we can't listen and defend at the same time. We can't do that. And so we have to be able to listen we have to be able to then go look at ourselves in the mirror and then come back and engage in debate and engage in what we've learned and what we've gained from what people have said. And so I really hope you guys tune in next week in the month of July. We're going to have an amazing time with that. And then also just as another little surprise, um, I will be um, featured on a podcast at the end of July more information to come um, on my Instagram page of that, but definitely looking forward to that um, episode with uh, a good friend of mine and I'll be on that podcast. And so more to come, you can check me out Instagram. I am Nick Ruffin senior um, on that um, on Instagram, YouTube as well. Vantage point podcast vantage point also has an Instagram. All the links are in the bio. Check us out. Like I said earlier, like review, share anything you want um, regarding this podcast. And then we'll see you guys next week on Vantage Point Podcast. Peace out.